It is Tuesday. No, no it's, it's not. <laughs> I wrote Tuesday on here. God damn it. That's what I get for changing the date and not the day. This trip to the finish line. <laughs> It or, is no trip. Trip at the starting am, line. Am I am I restarting? She's gonna leave all this in because yeah. we. She always it up. does. Okay, it is Sunday, February twenty first, two thousand sixteen. Welcome to the Pad Bros Podcast. Good evening, you folks. And the Pad Bros Podcast once again is your home for third hand news, questionable advice, and dubious opinions all about Puzzle and Dragons. Kevin has already said hi, and I'm gonna say hi too. My name is Evan. Um, we're gonna talk some news. We've got lots of exciting things to talk about. So many things, all the things. Yeah. Do we have any like? We don't have any in real life news this time. I mean, at this point, it's ten times ascended, and my real life is ten times ascended. Yeah, our real life turned into Pat. I spent most of the day farming plus eggs myself. Uh, it's it's different for me this time than last time. How so? Are you are you just a more evolved human? <laughs> no, I don't think it has to do anything to do with like how I personally have evolved. But uh, I, you know, right at the end of the last ten times descendants, I got my sort of pseudo push button team put oh my together. Goodness, you're right, and so I'm clearing like Goemon or Zeus or like Almighty God, the Light Zeus dungeon in like less than a minute. Nice, and you know, I committed myself, you know, a little bit. St- financially stone wise to to doing this and so uh you know today was one of my days off in the week i mean sunday is a pretty common day off for people but i did work yesterday on saturday so uh today's one of my days off you worked on kanatsugu day i did i had to work on kanatsugu day i ran kanatsugu a fair amount even though i can't push button that one i went shiva dragon uh i even tried rao for kanatsugu as well um because I can do like a nice all attributes route team and, you know, use Minerva to break the defense on the high dark ninja, which makes things go a lot faster if you break that defense. I brought in my El Kali on my Umiyami, bringing that fire attribute. The light. No, the fire. Because I already have a light. Oh, she's bringing the fire attribute to... To my uh, all attributes. To, your, to make your team all attributes, yep, to yep, make your yep. Umiyami all attributes. But... A double TPA light monster helps you break the defense on the 600k defense high dark ninja. Oh, I didn't think about that. Yeah, the uh, that was like my one struggle floor because I thought I had found a team that I could breeze through each floor, but that was the one I sometimes, not all the time, would have a problem. Yeah, I think if you focus on hitting a light TPA out of out of the dark board. You should be able to break the defense and, and clear that floor in one shot. Mm. But Kanatsugu Day is over. Mm. Uh, we got other dungeons to look forward to. And uh, yeah, so in general, I'm just farming plus eggs faster and it's less effort. Less because, stressful. Yeah. for that because, first time around, you were like, oh my God, it's happening. Yeah. It's the first time it's happened. Farm, yeah. farm, farm. And we were in Bishop that first time. Yeah, and we were like, oh, we got to go rock climbing. And, <laughs> and and now I'm just home from work, and like Diana's farming plus eggs too, and we're taking breaks to go to the farmer's market and go grocery shopping. But for the most part, just farming plus eggs. Nice. She, I got up at like 8 o'clock this morning. She stayed in bed for two and a half more hours. Guess what I did the whole time? You were farming. I was farming. I've actually, I, I'm going to hit three 297s today. Dear Lord. Yeah. 
I've done two in the past three days. When did it start? Two days ago. I uh, started on Friday. I'm averaging about. Well, also, I have a bunch of attack plus eggs. Way too many. Does the game know? Does the game know, like, what you don't need? Because Arvin and I were farming right next to each other while we were, like, hanging out. And he was like, oh, my God, I need more attack plus eggs. I'm so low on them. And I have, like, an extra 60 that I, that are just, like, sitting by themselves. Yeah, I don't know. I think you just farm, like, 200 extra plus eggs, and then it evens out in the end. <laughs> I mean, I it's it, the game doesn't know it's just random i've definitely seen swings wildly from one day to another i made the mistake uh last time around i had like way too many recovery plus eggs and i was like oh man i don't want all these like extra plus eggs like sitting on one monster or clogging up my box so i fed them all to like one monster and then the Did next you? the next day i was like super short on plus eggs the whole day you know, so it will balance itself out. You're saying I think it balances the itself out. If you just keep on farming there. Okay, uh, so I have a question. What are you farming now? What of the descendants are you farming? Are you planning to farm in the next several days? Uh, because I so enjoy how mindless your and, push button. Yeah, so I'm I'm buying Goemon descended. Okay, and running that. Well, it's half off no? It's half off, so it's only five hundred thousand to buy. And then also, uh, there's that fourth floor, which is always a coin chest drop. And that coin chest is either fifty thousand or a hundred thousand coins. So you're making that money back. Yeah, so you make all your money back. So you do ten runs of Goemon, and you've made at least your five hundred thousand coins that you put in back. Uh, and then over the course of you know however many runs you choose to do in an hour as long as you're hitting over 10 that extra coins goes towards paying for feeding all your plus eggs so in the end you end up pretty far ahead running goemon and you don't have to delete masks and the the dungeon is the dungeon is super easy even if you don't have a push buttony team like i'm sure my shiva dragon team could clear that dungeon and you know I, i don't know probably around a minute and a half if not less for sure i'm doing harris sawilo who's a part of the descended challenge now who should i do the next couple of days i don't know we'll have to take a look at it I'm, i haven't seen what's coming up yeah that descended challenge is uh has been nice for people you know running harris sawilo is really good if you're valuing your stones over your time for sure because you get twenty nine thousand. Yeah, it's it's really good. That's the point where I was rank like experience. leveling up, spending a stone, and then ranking up. Yeah, at the at the sort of those those ranks in between like two fifty and like four hundred, you can spend one stone to bridge the gap between rank ups. So like, you know, you're getting uh, you're getting in like five, four, five, like four runs for a stone or four runs for a full bar of stamina so you do like four runs spend a stone do four more runs and then you've accumulated enough stamina over time to do like one more and then you rank up hey and it's like so you just like you know you get to do like nine ten runs off of one stone that's pretty awesome and then and you're looking at getting around five or more plus eggs you're you're getting around 50 plus eggs per stone which is crazy Mm. uh it's just a little time consuming. <clears throat> just a little. All right. A little draining. Are you are you feeling a little drained? Yeah, Kanatsugu Day took a lot out of me. Okay. But I mean, it was it profitable for you. Very profitable. 
I had two new um, members of my 297 family. Yeah. yeah. Which are? My Awoken Lucy, Lucifer. Uh-huh. And Famiel is now part of the big 297 club. Awesome. Who are yeah. your new members of your 297 club? Uh, I finished uh, Scarlet. Ooh. who I'm pretty excited about. She's looking fine. Yeah, I've used her to run some stuff with my Rao team, and I really like it. She's way more useful than I thought she was going to be. I don't know why I thought she wouldn't be useful, but uh, I watched a couple videos where people were using her, and I started trying to use her in a similar way, and it's been fantastic. Um, I also... How have am- you used her with your, with your Rao? Well, it's uh, adding that extra monster that has haste on the team. Really, I'm really noticing a difference having four monsters with haste on that team, as well as using her in concert with Leyland. So, like, I I have a Leyland board, and then adding just four more red orbs into my Leyland board generally really beefs up the attack from the red orbs that Leyland puts out. So, you know, if I'm looking at if Leyland gives me five red orbs. Scarlet takes it up to nine, which means I can do a row and a set of three, like a row plus one additional combo, which is incredibly huge increase in damage over having only five red orbs, right? So that's a huge increase in damage for that team, or any team, really. Uh, or if uh, Leyland gives me enough orbs that four more will take me up to two rows, that's going to be another huge step that's up. That's a lot of beef. So, like, the the amount of boost I can get from that one active is really great. And especially because Leylon and Scarlet both have haste. So I'm, I'm doing that to do a big burst, to do millions of damage, and then also using two turns of haste that takes my team, you know, ready for the next floor. Yeah. Um, so who else joined your, your family? I'm working on my entire Saria team. For, for running with Saria Thor. I know I saw an Apocalypse. Yep, uh, Apocalypse is almost done. I finished Saria, Apollo, and uh, DQ. Nice. Apoyo. <laughs> Apoyo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I'm excited about that. Up next is Raphael, who I just pulled recently, and Evoed and Awoken. Uh, I think I'm going to try to run uh, Ultimate Arena with that team. These, these times ten are very satisfying. Yeah, I'm a whole bunch of teams are stepping from uh, like dream projects into let's time to time to run these and hard yeah. things. I like did a preview of my Lucifer team because it's not really ready, but yeah, it hits really hard. Do you have any other farming projects on top of uh, ten times descendants? Uh, I mean, there's some stuff that I'm feeling pretty proud of. Yeah, I finally beat Scarlet. It only took me like four days and a couple stones, but I I did it. I'm nice. Really, I'm really happy. So you got the uh, the reward for beating Scarlet because she's the, the bad P. Yeah, she's like sort of the top level of the uh, challenge descended challenge that's out right Is now. Is the regular Scarlet also? You start at level zero and yeah, yeah, you rank up ugh, throughout the dungeon. That's my least favorite part of this game is starting off a baby and having to grow up. Yeah. I... I got I lucked out because Rao Rao has been really clutch for me and a lot of stuff and and uh, I was able to do farm Scarlet pretty pretty easily with a Rao team. Sweet. I personally have a farming project that. Where do you farm? Uh, I am trying to hypermax a Grissar, 
So Grissar and Elia are the two, like the angel reaper invades. Mm-hmm. And uh, as an invade, I, there's no way I was going to be spending enough stones to like hyper max a Grissar. And they start their their skill is awesome. They both have really good skills. Like they're light and dark monsters. They change the opposite color to their color, right? So Elia changes dark to light. Grissar changes light to dark with a turn of haste. So it's on a seven turn cooldown, max skilled. But they pop out at 22. It takes 15 skill ups to get these guys into their sort of really nicely usable range. Yeah. Yeah. And, and there's no way I was going to, farm descended dungeons for invades and get 15 skill ups that seems crazy uh i saw uh setsu who has that really detailed uh blog where he keeps great statistics on shout things. out to setsu you're amazing yeah we love you i love reading his stuff he's got great opinions and a really good knowledge of the game but he he like lost track of how many stones he spent farming elia to try and max skill in elia and he he estimated that he spent 70 stones. Oh, man, skilly-o. is that even worth it? Should you uh, just, like, use some peas? It depends on who you are <laughs> uh, and how you feel about it. Uh, some people used peas. Some people just farm skill-ups. I think uh, some people, Setsu, I think, is one of them, uh, are very uh, focused on only using peas for things that they can't farm skill-ups for. So they they just like you know my peas only go towards things that I have to use peas on, and if I can farm a skill up, I'm gonna do that instead. No I mean, I feel how many that stones w- I have to. I spend. feel that way about a lot of monsters. Like I feel like if you have a skill up for them, it's you shouldn't waste a pea. But there's just some skill ups like the Chinese gods where you need a a jewel or or like really hard material to get. And I don't yeah. know if it's worth it to to go one every like ten. Yeah, I mean or whatever you get. Those those monsters and monsters like Elia, like you just have to go really really hard with your farming in order to get them skilled up, and you have to be willing to devote the stones to that and the time farming, T- time and stones. You're right. Um, I know he sets you very interestingly uh, when when the invades were possible in coin descended dungeons, he was buying Athena. And he posted a nice video showing how he could like almost push button Athena cool. with uh, it was like a Yamato leads with two Leylons and two Goemons as subs. Very cool, fun to watch. Uh, but yeah, so check that out, guys. Yeah, so yeah, go to his podcast. Interesting things, uh, or not podcast? We have a podcast. He, <laughs> he has a blog. Uh, so. So also, I was trying to farm Grisar skill ups, right? I farmed a bunch because you can get a hundred percent drop rate doing the mythical plus level of uh, Devil Rush in multiplayer in mm-hmm. co op, and I ran that dungeon solo because my Rao team can do it, and I got it kind of dialed down, and I'm beating it like ninety plus percent of the time, which is which is good. And I, before this 10x, this event started with the two and a half times skill up rate, I was doing it in between events. So I wasn't feeding my skill ups. And, and I, I had gotten him up to skill level 12 out of 16. And I was like, I need four more skill ups. 
The next event's probably going to have two and a half times skill ups. I'm going to farm 20 more Grissars to get those last four skill ups. Because sh- you should get one out of five. Do you feed five at a time? More than I fed five at a time. Nice. You want to know how many skill ups I got from those 20 Grissars? I can't tell from your expression. I'm guessing zero? One. Oh, okay. I got one out of 20 during two and a half times. That's better than when I tried to do echidna. I think I fed like 20-something and gotten none. Really? Well, those sort of chances of skill-up rates can definitely happen, but it, it was a bummer. I Well, so I'm busy with 10 times Ascendants right now. I'm not going to be farming Grissar until this event's over. Maybe later. But yeah, I'll get him done soon. Oh, uh, so you brought up co-op. We got co-op. Yeah, we did. Since we were we were expecting it in our last you podcast. You called it, and we totally got it. Well, I mean, I had help. <laughs> but yeah, uh, we definitely got co-op mode. Uh, and How's your experience been doing co-op? I've had a lot of fun with it. Uh, Diane and I. Me too. Although it's, it's kind of hard to solo sometimes, or most times. Uh, what are you finding difficult to solo? Well, I've only tried... Like the easier stuff. The uh, alt technical dungeons? Mm-hmm. Uh, very interestingly, it's interesting to me because in JP, these alt techs came out and people started running them. And they're like, there's this invade monster that you can get three of on a floor. And it just does like 40 plus K damage. Is it the preemptive strikes? The No, the penguin does a mild preemptive strike compared to the... Uh, but like, the penguin also can sometimes... Take your time to orb dance in two seconds. I forgot yeah, the word. it really cuts down on your orb dancing time. And, and like with a team like Umiyami where you barely have any time at all, like yeah. two seconds is a lot. Yeah. I mean, you basically like, blink and you're done. Yeah, there's there's no time to waltz if, uh, if the penguin reduces your orb I dancing I time. I can't crump him. <laughs> you've got a cha-cha <laughs> you can't waltz um so yeah there, there's the gleaming horn protector beast latrog or something like that and that thing just has like a yeah and if you get three of them on a floor it's just like boom dead for pretty much any team that's soloing that dungeon yeah i definitely got owned a couple times by that um, and I, I cleared that level solo using a Rao Freyer team so i had you know, recovery and HP boost. Um, but I, I don't of... think I'd want to farm that. It just seems too annoying. But the really, the really weird, interesting thing is that they they nerfed those preemptive strikes in JP. Nerfed them? Yeah, so them like they were like, nah, these are too strong. Uh, we shouldn't have that. So they they cut oh, down the damage. Give us that, please. Yeah, but, but when they brought co-op to the US, they are like, even though they knew that the first like the first edition of co-op these preemptive strikes are too much they're too much they they gave that to us anyways they gave us the original version Wait, are we gonna get the nerf did we get the yeah nerf? probably nice <laughs> just not not right away they're they like, just yeah, want to hear us get... say like oh thank you pad yeah they want thank us... you for nerfing these <laughs> they want us to thank them well most of the world most of the na world doesn't know what's going on in jp so maybe they just want to have the yeah, same social possible. experience well it was the same thing when uh astroth came out they like had her leader skill buffed in JP, but they didn't give us the buffed version. They gave us the original non-buffed version, and we had to wait like two more weeks for the buffed version. And then I look at the memo, like we just make the same mistakes twice. Yeah. Oh, I was Diana was telling me that it's probably all tied together in the code, and that it was just too much mm. of a pain in the ass to like uh, change it in time. Maybe. Yeah, they just like 
all the patch was that came together. Well, speaking of co-op invades, I had no way. Oh, I learned this the the hard way, if you will, that you get peas as invades sometimes. You do get peas as invades. How did you learn the hard way? JJ and I were playing in the first floor, like our first match ever, the first floor. We saw a bug peen. We're like, oh, what is this? And then it dropped, and we went crazy because we both got one that way. Yeah. Well, I, I'm still not sure how this is the hard way. Well, it sounds the, like the awesome way. The awesome way, yeah. I learned the <laughs> awesome way. That There's, like, can, surprise. You can get bud peas. It was the best one I've ever gotten. I got, like, a bud pea, two famil skillops, and... You guys got a plus egg, and too, because you egg. sent us a screenshot. I was so happy. And, like, we were in a house full of people who were sleeping, so we were, like, just quietly, like... <laughs> hitting each other. It was the best. Uh, that's pretty awesome. Uh, Diane and I have had some fun. Uh, we've tried to do some of the... The mythical plus rush dungeons. Oh, uh, with we, success! Yeah, we cleared Devil Rush and you guys are God so Rush strong. with uh, Bastet teams. So beefy. Yeah, well, I I'll be honest. I think I dropped orbs and missed combos both times we ran, and thankfully Diana was able to clear the floor anyways. Well, it was like me and you. We tried one, and I was just tripping everywhere. Yeah, and we died. <laughs> hey, but we honestly not as a happy ending. <laughs> we did, yeah, did not have a happy ending. But we honestly did not have a synergistic team. We were just like, we were oh, like, I, this might work. This is kind of a like a hybrid rainbow peanut butter team. and cheese sandwich. It should be fine. <laughs> yeah, we were just it wasn't using like two things that did not match, <laughs> and we're like, I hope this is delicious. Yeah, it wasn't like peanut butter and jelly or peanut butter and tallow that we ran. We were like peanut butter, banana, pickle. Like, that that could work. That's good in some places, I guess. But (laughs) I think that's the fun part of co-op. It's like finding a friend who you you don't have a super synergistic team. And you have to, like, make it work. You got to find stuff that, like, potentially draws out both your skills. What what are you laughing at? What's so funny about that? No. It's like this is not like we're not going to work out because I have a, rain, a super rainbow TPA I team. I think we still had fun, and I think our team actually had a pretty good chance. We were yeah because we did Umiami Rao, right? Yeah, we were getting close. What happened? Like you had to hit five combos to do damage, and we didn't. Yeah, and I hit exactly. No, I think I needed like what was it like more than five, and I hit exactly five. And yeah, got zero. Somebody murdered sky us. Falls. Oh, we got up to Zeus Stratios and God Rush, and you. Uh... Got no Skyfalls and got a little lost. The Skyfall gods were not. Didn't help us out that time. In your boy's favor. All right. Well, co-op mode's been fun and definitely very profitable in terms of, uh, you know, things that you can gain from running those yeah, dungeons. new skill-ups, peas, A lot experience, of experience. Tons of experience for stones. Stamina, a bunch of new stones to get as well. So very Friendship. Cool. Friendship, yeah. Lots of friendship to be had. Okay. Working together. Uh, I tried to get a bunch of people to run co-op with us one day, and uh, no one no one volunteered. It was just Diane and I running co-ops by ourselves. Heyo. But uh, we'll, we'll hook it up at some point and run some co-ops. We should have like a co-op meeting party. Or just a giant cafeteria pad people. <laughs> that'd be cool. Together. We can set that up. We'll do a live podcast. Oh, that'd be so fun. Followed by co-op. All right, guys. If you're interested, email us. <laughs> It's got to be in the Bay Area, though. Or LA. Or, or just, yeah. Somewhere in California. I will live podcast from Bishop. I volunteered to do that. All right, guys. I'll meet you in Bishop. 
I don't know how many pad people we can get to Bishop, though. You never know. All right. So we just come out of the mountain. <laughs> All right, let's uh, talk about some newses. Yeah, so North American news. We touched on 10 times Descendants. Uh, along with that, have you noticed a change in how we're getting uh, both the like urgent dungeons, which are like the ones that show up only for an hour at a time, yeah. and Descended dungeons during events? I feel like we're getting more frequent Everything. Things. Yeah. So, like, Tamadras, the, like, the Tama- two Tamadra dungeons have been like every other day that's true no wonder i've been like i just look at my pad guide and i see like my alerts and i'm like why does this look bigger than usual yeah i think for maybe the last week it's been every other day which is pretty cool uh i've skipped a few run a few you think it's here to stay do you think we're gonna get them more often or is it just i think so for this event yeah i think that uh, awoken abilities are super important i don't think people really um you know, have to struggle to get Tamadras the way they used to. Uh, now you struggle for latent Tamadras. Mm. So those are people are spending resources to get those as opposed to spending resources to get Tamadras uh, the way they currently are. So I think they're, you know, it's, it's cool. I like it. I, I, almost I like have not a, having to wait. A push button team with like Raw and Bane and another Raw. Oh, yeah. It's for my Tamadras. I farmed. Uh, Starling. Or Starling? Yeah, I think so. It's a vibrant butterfly something. Uh, it's a monster <clears throat> It's a monster that has a poison on a 10-turn cooldown. Oh, you have four of them. Without That's skill. Yeah, I got four of them. And they have a skill boost as an awakening. And then just do two leaders that each have three skill boosts. And then all my poisoners are up first turn. And I just poison, 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 poison all four floors. Nice. It's really fast. It's What's that, the name of that monster? Starling? Uh, You know, I don't... It's the alt evo of the dark insect dragon. Oh, yeah, and so it's fun poison. Yeah, it, it it's it's kind of fun. You know, I learned something new. It's swallowtail, vibrant butterfly dragon swallowtail. Mm. Um, I learned something new. You don't have to match orbs for poison to work. You just move one. Yeah, you can just like move two orbs without making a match, and it makes it even faster. Oh, so, okay. like, you move two orbs, and then the poison goes right away. You don't have to deal with all the animation of combo combos adding up. And That's stuff. what it sounds like, right? Poison? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't heard poison go in a long time. I oh, play yeah. on silent. I play on my speakers at home. <laughs> surround sound. <laughs> surround sound padding. Really, really. Did you, uh, somebody posted on Reddit the other day a uh, YouTube video of somebody playing piano for the music and i guess that guy performed at the uh fourth anniversary stream they had in japan my heart yeah we'll have to listen to it after the podcast we'll just move to japan <laughs> uh we didn't, haven't really gotten too many alt evos recently uh you but we did, did get awoken jp we'll talk about yeah, that jp got those uh yeah in na we got awoken lucifer uh a bunch of them as i call up on my friends list as i call her awoken lucy awoken lucy her yes. yeah she's okay. so pretty um <laughs> Uh, Woken Lucifer is S tier leader. Got those massive stat boosts. Uh, pretty flexible on subs too, because he can take dark gods and dark devils. Oh yeah, so devils or gods. Tons of options. Uh, you've got one. I do. I pulled it and I was like, "What is this thing?" Or whatever. And then the Woken version come out came out, and I was gagging. 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 <laughs> so, you know how TPAs are called dongs? Yeah. What are rows called? Just rows. Wrongs. Wrongs. 
<laughs> well, dongs and wrongs. He got three wrongs, and I'm into it. Uh, well, I mean, what's the opposite of a dong? <laughs> Let's not talk about this. <laughs> All right. all right uh so awoken lucifer is exciting i learned that awoken lucifer has three tpas today i didn't or no not three tpas three skill boosts yeah three skill boosts three wrongs (laughs) three wrongs three wrongs three skill boosts yeah yeah i used him as one of my three skill boost monsters for my Oh, Poisoner Tamandra team. Nice. I actually used yours today. Did you really? Because yeah. we're besties. I get those. Get those best friend pal points. Um, I'm so excited to have an S rank leader that seems like a different play style for me. Because initially I was working on a Sakuya team, and I've kind of shifted gears and I'm working on a Lucifer team, and I'm excited to play with just Rose now. Rose yeah. and combos up the hisa. It definitely and Lucy Awoken Lucy. Oh, is, it's catching on. You're calling it Lucy. I think I called him Lucy before. I've seen Lucy written so many times that I, I'm definitely used to saying it. But uh, Awoken Lucy is no glass cannon. No. What would you call that type of cannon? I mean, he's for sure a tank. Like, like, like a know. tank with like three cannons. Well, I don't know. Like a Blastoise. Is he? <laughs> i don't know about that uh i don't know he's not like super tanky like uh the archangel lucifer with his like you know you hit double leads of archangel lucifer and you have four times hp and four times recovery for dark monsters that was a massive just like could absorb all kinds of damage and that's like i guess super tanky Hmm. uh but lucifer is still pretty tanky and uh but can really put out some firepower. I'm trying to think of some uh, equivalent to a tank. Like, is he an armored personnel carrier? (laughs) Not not exactly. Let's let's not go too in-depth into that. It's like a small tank with a a guy holding a bazooka. Yeah, these Awoken Lucy teams are, you know, you see people, uh, you know, up in the mid-40s, 40,000 HP, 45,000 HP, um, and then it, heals pretty well like not amazingly well but like you can take three hard orbs and make six seven combos and heal like 20k that's a lot that is a lot uh and uh yeah woken lucy is pretty strong too can attack really hard and we'll talk more about him later yeah uh jp news oh so exciting all right so a bunch of alt evos came out yeah so friday was the uh fourth anniversary stream did you watch that what was all all i did not watch it because it did not start on friday for me it started at midnight thursday night so yeah the very beginning of friday you were sleeping uh and yeah the stream apparently lasted well tell me highlights what are some of the highlights of this the stream the piano player in the in the six in the six hours of this stream they announced many things uh, they announced a bunch of collabs that are coming out, uh, and there was the ble- pretty. What's the Bleach one, right? Bleach. I, I mean, there there are a bunch of like anime stuff that I'm not really that familiar with. So. Digimon, Pokemon. No, I don't know. Sailor Moon, Yu Gi Oh. None of those, I don't think. <laughs> I know, I know that those are the ones that we would like. Uh, but Bleach came out. Uh, one of the monsters in the Bleach REM machine seems to have snuck immediately into S rank. I don't know if he snuck more than like just 
just crashed, charged in. Charged like, What's right up, in. guys? I'm here. I, I at this point, I know nothing about it. I don't even know what his stats are. I'm gonna have to look it up after the pod. But that's pretty interesting. Um, I again with any collab. Do you think we could buy him in the MP store? I, I'm almost certain that you couldn't. Why not? Yeah, I don't know. I, just, I don't know if Bleach Club just turned into like a spoiled little kid. But I want him. <laughs> I want. I have all this MP. <laughs> uh, I I don't know about the collabs. I want to skip the, through that and talk about some of the things that I want to talk about. Are definitely coming here. These ultimate evos. Yeah. What do you think? Where do we start? Uh, they finished out the alt evos for the heroes, so they announced Sun Wukong got one. Yeah. Super cute. Yep. They announced super alts for Sun Wukong, Yamato, Pandora. Dude, Yamato's looking sick. I'm super stoked on Yamato. Uh, gets an extra two rows, so he's got three skill bows, three red rows, uh, and he is, gains attacker type. Goodness gracious. Which means that I can throw him onto my Rao team now. Because he, he couldn't be on Rao utility now. Yeah, he gives a lot more utility for me personally. I don't know if overall he's getting more, but I can put him on my Rao team, and I don't have to think anymore about trying to skill up Belial. Because I can do uh, Leilan Yamato instead of Leilan Belial and accomplish the same orb change. So you're excited for Yamato to be I'm stoked. I'm stoked. And I already have my Yamato max skilled, whereas Belial is 10 skill ups away from, you know, the skill up monster is going to be one of the two bosses of a 50 stamina dungeon. So I was like, I'm going to have, like, I, if I, if it everything comes out ideal, I'm getting I'm spending a hundred stamina for one skill up. I mean, you're gonna get two opportunity, for <laughs> right? Pad gods. Yeah, right. <laughs> the pad gods are never on your side. Well, you know who I'm excited for. Who's that? I don't even have her, but Blue Norn got an ultimate. Yeah, Skull got an alt. So we had, in addition to the heroes, there were a bunch of Godfest exclusives that got alts. A bunch of them. Tons. Yeah. So. Skald was one of them. Zuo. Zuo. Typhon. Uh, Gaddius. Typhon. Gaddius. And was that it for the Godfest exclusives? I think that might be it. Um, what do you think? Do you Are you excited about them? I will tell you what. I just n- kind of need a Blue Norn. Like, I just need it right now. It you, just, you I need mean, her. The artwork is just amazing. I know for sure when that comes out. That's my Q Corner pick. As soon as it comes to North America, yes. cute Spoiler alert. immediately. <laughs> what do you right, think? Well, well, we'll wax poetic over how cute she is when she does come to NA. Um, I'm pretty excited about the Zuo. Yeah, Arvin's. I think Zuo it. looks pretty badass. He's got this like, he becomes this wise old demon. He's <laughs> like the the sage demon that you summon to like. You summon to your circle and you ask him the questions you need to know. These deep questions about what's going on in the world, and he's like tells you what's up and does it in a very threatening way that's awesome he's like i know you have me imprisoned in this magic circle yeah he's the kind of guy who doesn't say much but yeah you can feel it yeah he's the wise old demon dog (laughs) the wise old demon dog that we are all familiar with right wolf (laughs) uh but yeah even as a card he looks really good too i do not like the art for gaddius or typhon why i they look weird your flavor yeah, I don't know. Have you seen it? I uh, glanced to it. What do you think? I don't remember hating it. I remember that I was thinking I was just happy. You were just like right to scald. You're yeah, just, just like, like oh, 
You're just like, oh, Gaddius Typhon. Oh, I know. My jaw just Blue dropped. Norn. Blue Norn got a different alt than Verdandi and Erd, for sure. She got a... Different in what way? Well, she got a TPA. So now she's double TPA. Whereas those two just got the sort of the orb enhance skill boost and uh, time extent. She goes on being like the successful sister. Yeah, maybe. Of the three. Yeah. And then the Mystic Knights got... Yeah, they got this this new type of alt evo they already have an alt evo this isn't an alt evo this is a resurrection evo oh which is funky uh makes them pretty zombie le- type yeah pretty yeah zombie type uh makes them pretty legitimate cards they both uh they all have, have like double tpa with a bunch of orb enhance so it's definitely stronger cards uh, some... i don't know if they're going to replace any of their rem you know substitutes but pretty cool a little more muscle in your team yeah i mean definitely definitely cool and you know not hard evil materials to get it's just uh five lits five spirits of that color though like the small ones yeah yeah i don't know I, I don't know it'll be interesting to see how it works i think you have to level it up to to 99 and then you do the the five lits and it changes to the new monster but drops you all the way back down to one so you have to level it up again so i think that's the sort of that's a catch the catch to it um, so yeah, lots to look forward to. Yeah, I can't wait till we get all this stuff. There's some changes going on in co-op. Uh, some dungeons are getting taken out of co-op and brought into other areas of the game, coin and just permanent tech dungeons. Uh, and then uh, we also have some extra things that are going into co-op, and uh, they're reducing the stamina by half for co-op dungeons, trying to encourage you to play co-op. And they're also, instead of uh, giving you the option to play by yourself, they uh, have a, like, find someone to play the dungeon with oh, that's cute. room. So it's like you just go in, like and there's people friend. who are also still look, looking for someone who have the same leader or whatever. So I'm not sure how that's going to work out. I guess we'll see. Uh, in, in a It's like dating soon. over pads. Like, hey, you want to go out some time and run yeah. a dungeon? Yeah, and hopefully whatever the Tinder of, of Puzzle and Dragon. The Tinder of Puzzle and Dragon. Swipe left. Swipe right. <laughs> oh, red. not two ninety seven. Um, swipe left. left. I don't know which, which is which is good. I've never used right. Tinder. Right is good. Yes. Left is bad. So left is like maybe next time. So it's like right oh, is like two ninety seven, but not max skilled. Swipe left. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of me at this point. Um, I hope whatever they do, the communication method is uh, easier to use than the current messaging system, which yeah. is really, really terrible. Because you don't get the history. Yeah, like I tried before. to. I tried to type something today. Uh, they should bleep everything out. Well, I typed like a, a word that ended in an, and then I typed the word all afterwards, and they wouldn't let me send it because. A N space A L spells anal. <laughs> I was trying to like it's naughty it in my hand. Like, what's and all? Why is that gross? <laughs> gross. Uh, so I can't say the pen is blue. Yeah, you cannot say that in messaging. They went into details about the skill inheritance system. Uh, it's not fully out there yet, but basically. Uh, when a monster's skill is inherited by another monster, you can't use the the monster that had the skill originally until you disconnect the two of them. And also, just... it's going to require this farmable monster to enact the connection. And 
who knows how hard it is going to be to farm those monsters. But it seems like a fun little thing going on. It does seem fun. I think uh, it would be, be very interesting to see what people come up with in terms of how they're going to use this uh, this new mechanic. So I'm excited. That's going to be exciting. Yeah. Uh, Lots of fun stuff coming up. Exactly. Uh, also, uh, they do. They started with Awoken Greek 2. Mm-hmm. So... Who are the Greek two Ares, Artemis, <sighs> and then, so they have Awoken Artemis is the first one. She's, oh my god, I cannot wait for Ares. She's green blue, and then her active skill is changed to again an eight cooldown active skill. Some haste, double orb change, no haste, but two turns of enhanced skyfall of that color <sighs> orbs. So that seems pretty interesting. Uh, there's a lot that could go down there, uh, plus. They changed her. So the most recent super alt of Artemis uh, went for Rose. She had three rows, right? A lot of row enhance on the 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 Greek two as they currently stand. Three on Ares, three on Artemis, two on Persephone and Apollo. But now, but Artemis went the double TPA route. So. Okay. Pretty pretty interesting. Uh, so it might change how she gets used. Definitely. So uh, at, on top of all of that, they announced that there's 100 Awakening buffs coming. Mm-hmm. And they gave some examples of it. But what they're doing basically is trying to make all Ultimate Evolutions relevant in some way. So like, uh, for example, uh, Karin. The version of Karin that's blue-green and only has... Uh, four awakenings she's gonna get more she's got more she got like dragon and god killer Ooh. so she's getting these killer awakenings which are very powerful in their own way but as a card she's not amazing so uh they're trying to sort of boost some of these other ultimate evolutions just bring some relevance back, back into, relevance. into some yeah. of these dead cards you know make Maybe not making them like powerful, like super powerful again, but making them situationally useful. Yeah, I can see that. All right. That's good. And then lastly, the last thing I'm going to say about the stream, and, and we've already said way too much, but it was six hours long and they announced stuff the whole time. So it was... that must have been so exciting. Yeah, too bad I was in no way able you to were... commit to staying up from midnight to you 6 You were just dreaming about it. Yeah. They are going to have ultimate evos for a number of descended gods oh like who so like some of the colored mercuries uh are not colored mercuries colored uh colored zeus's like zeus mercury or <laughs> zeus vulcan uh hera Sawilo, hera barak uh, they already announced the hera uh sorry gaia alt evo oh yeah that one looks pretty cool yeah she looks pretty cool and uh she's also she's got like two rows she's a green attacker it's pretty interesting so uh a bunch of those monsters could get launched back into relevance it'd be very cool um but yeah i think that's that's all i have to say or that's all i want to talk about from the jp stream Uh, i don't want to go any more in depth there's plenty to explore Yeah, when it comes to us we'll elaborate yeah in any world okay you have any more news you want to talk about I think I'm good. Shall we move on and talk about a mechanic of the pot? Oh, can we? Let's talk about. So, uh, we were gonna get into this by uh, asking. So, uh, like, what is your least favorite? Mechanic? Yeah, what frustrates you the most in this game? 
obvi mine is when you're a little baby and you have to rank up each turn oh so the the special yeah yeah but what we're talking about now is what frustrates you well i this one uh is i just i have such a hard time planning for it to be honest with you and it's not that i am particularly frustrated by it it's just that like so much of my teams are built around it kind of shakes things up a lot it does it really affects how i have to think about things and uh what we're talking about is awoken skills invalid yeah um so not and then the reason this is coming up as a mechanic is because it's not just for dungeons that have that as a part of the dungeon anymore there's like new monsters there's monsters that have this as an attack that they do that's insane that makes me sad yeah it's it's tough like this preemptive strike all right all you're in this dungeon and your woken skills are invalid so yeah. tpa no don't time, matter here rose no time extends no tpa skill no rose like your awoken lucifer team walks into this floor and gets its awoken skills disabled and you got no rowan hands now fortunately awoken lucifer is tanky enough that you can try to stall out whatever it is unless you're going up against uh linthia who does i think a 99 turn awoken skill disabling as a preemptive strike i wonder are there any cards yet with skills that negate that or nothing yet oh. i gotta think it's coming a god best exclusive maybe or it might be some sort of tamadra that you can buy from the monster point oh, store it could be nice that was i mean that was my prediction when uh monsters came out uh that you would face in a dungeon that did the skill delay I was like, "There's, they're going to come out with something where you can block the skill delay. So how do you deal with this? How do you deal with dungeons that your teams are based around your open skills, like TPA-heavy teams or road teams? Well, so there's two ways, I guess, you can face the Awoken skills. There's a dungeon that's just all the time Awoken skills disabled. So we're looking at, like, Waratsume. Waratsumi. I always say May instead of me. Watatsumi or... It's the ocean god. Yeah. The one that was a bug pee. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Kaguya-hime. show. So both of those, just there's no awoken skills in those dungeons at all. Uh, but those dungeons are kind of nerfed a little bit. Like, they're they're not... I mean, Watatsumi is, is still really hard. They use it as one of the hardest dungeons in Descendant Challenges all the time. Uh, and... The, the no woken skills is exactly why you have to kind of you are used to having skill boosts on your team and having skills up really soon and they're not you have to wait you have to find a place to stall uh, and well, luckily with Watatsume you have a few places you can stall Watatsume has a few places you can stall but like for example uh, you know if you accidentally one shot the first floor because you took in a powerful team and this has happened to me you get to the next floor and, you You're know, five, my five. fastest orb changer is my Valkyrie. She's five turns. Uh, the second floor of Watatsumi is this monster that does 70,000 70, damage on the fifth turn. So you have five turns to stall. So I can stall and then I'll have my Valkyrie available on the last turn before this monster is going to attack. And he's blue. So my red team has to try and do, you know, it's not a ton of damage, but probably like 2 million damage with no rows and no TPAs with just one orb changer. And I had to kind of like uh, 
try to build up heart orbs and fire orbs throughout the course of that and i it's hard it can be hard uh, i think that's the benefit of having a rainbow match team you're not completely reliant on your awoken you have just the comboing and color coordinating yeah you you can do a lot of damage with fewer orbs that's kind of the idea behind that mm-hmm. um so i the awoken skill is invalid i think one of the things people do is they go with those teams like you mentioned where your rainbow match mm-hmm. you don't necessarily have to have a bunch of skills ready to do a lot of damage yeah sakuya does pretty well in what yeah and that just like the 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 multiplier that you get is enough to do damage on its own you don't need to throw in tpas and rows and stuff like that like you know 25 times attack or uh a lot of times in awoken skill like awoken skill invalid dungeons like the current challenge dungeon level nine a lot of people i think are clearing that with raw dragon because you know it the the raw dragon heals really well and if you you can maybe take a couple of turns to combo because in those kind of dungeons not every monster is going to one shot you right away so you can take a turn or two to try you can take a turn to set up your board to try and hit all of your right combos uh and then you can use that setup board to to save to make up for the fact that you don't have all the time extents you're used to having mm-hmm. so i think a lot of people are dealing with awoken skills invalid that way uh there's a couple other ways that i've you know run into dealing with it uh basically what you kind of have to do is have a team that has a leader skill that allows you to handle what's going on in the dungeon so it's just all on the leader skill of your monster what are some good well like i use shiva dragon for most awoken skills and valid dungeons that i face including wadatsumi Uh, and the reason i do that is because that 25 times attack is there for my monsters no matter what so i just and i have the extra recovery from his leader skill so usually i can stall any any monster that doesn't kill me like doesn't do an attack that's over my total hp i can usually stall build up skills and then set up attacks uh and the 25 times attack that i have i can stack red orbs and do i can still do you know millions of damage in one move uh it's just not as good as it normally is because i can't do rows and i can't do tpas Mm. um other people do like uh, the one that's come up recently is the Halloween Thoth and Subdet. Have you taken a look at their leader skill? No. They have this like multiplier that you can hit, and they have time extend like five seconds. That's the leader skill. So you can pair them with an Anubis, and you have all this time to combo. And if you hit, you know, eight nine combos, you're doing massive amounts of damage. And the other thing is is that in general Anubis teams, you're just trying to do sets of three. You're not worrying about TPAs or rows anyways. Mm-hmm. So that's why that team tends to work really well. So you do, you know, you have a bunch of time to combo and, it, you know, you don't get, you know, the full leader skill that you would have with double Anubis, but you generally don't need that much damage. You can end up creating like a 35 times attack or something like that which is plenty for most of those dungeons. Now, when Awoken Skills Invalid comes up as like an attack that a monster does, I you don't really have. I, you know, I usually, my hope is that I have 
set things up going into that that I can do a lot you of build damage. your skills up. Yeah, I'm just ready. Yeah, I I'm looking at uh, the next like level up throughout the dungeon dungeon that's going to come out, uh, and I really don't know how I'm gonna clear it yet. And there's a monster on the floor before the boss that does a three turn awoken skill lock and i it's like a six million hp blue monster with three turns of awoken skill freeze and i'm i'm dreading figuring out how i'm gonna get through that can you bring a delay in maybe and they block your delay probably i I mean if your delay is up at that point i guess that would be a good thing to do Mm -hmm. i just i now that you say that i'm like oh Probably, yeah. Probably a delay would be the way to go. <laughs> this three. I'm just not it. used to taking a delay, of like a, a a long delay like that, into these dungeons. That's what Orochi's for. Yeah. What do you uh, What do you do with Awoken Skills Invalid? You You uh, feel like Umiyami handles it pretty well. You're... Well, I, I bring in Takuya, and I just I try my best because Takuya heals pretty well. Can't take too many hits, but I just try my best to stall. Okay. And like. So you're Sakuya team. Yeah. Oh, okay. I bring in Kali's, I bring in Sakuya and Chocobo. So like if I have the right board, usually if I if I just combo hard enough, it's fine. Oh. It's just A getting lucky getting my boards and just getting my my actives up so I can have good boards. Why not uh Umiyami? I mean, aren't you used to running your Umiyami with not having too much time extend on there? No, I just lo- I love having my umiyami is very like tpa heavy so if i don't have a tpa they don't hit very hard oh okay um also i was recently writing wadatsume there's wadatsume wadatsumi (laughs) (laughs) i said it wrong and just lured you into it so wadatsumi wadatsumi isn't umiyami in that yeah and yeah brother versus brother it breaks my heart oh okay it's like kind of like you know in pokemon when pikachu versus pikachu it's too sad to watch. <laughs> so I bring Sakuya instead. I just stall a whole bunch, wait for the right boards, and do my best. All right. So I think that we kind of have our own, each have our own sort of strategy for dealing Rainbow with Rainbow match and stall it out, get those actives up. Yeah, you want to bring in a team that heals well so you can stall. So a little bit of tankiness is helpful. Uh, and then you want to have a multiplier that isn't too hard to hit yeah or somehow your leader skills combine to make it easier for you to hit your multiplier yeah these types of dungeons you're not going to do well bringing in teams that are heavily relying on rows or tpas you want to yeah and you know what kind of team you're totally boned on if you try to bring it in tell me is a team that requires enhanced orbs (laughs) for its for its active or for its leader skill like roll into an awoken skills invalid no, dungeon Sarasvati. with yomi dragon no but sarasvati uh you can still hit a pretty high multiplier hitting a bunch of water combos it you can't hit the full multiplier you but how it. about yomi dragon yomi dragon's damage is like totally nerfed totally killed if you don't have enhanced orbs mm-hmm. so you have to either bring in someone who is going to enhance orbs for you early or, on yeah or you got to I don't know what you, I just pick a different leader. Yeah, I uh, I run into this problem a lot in uh, in JP because both of my main leaders require enhanced orbs. So if I don't have them, I'm hosed. Uh, and 
the biggest thing that kills me in JP is because uh, my kite team requires the enhanced orbs. In uh, I've been trying to like do like Devil Rush, and uh, I'm sorry when you face Beelzebub. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm drinking a lovely blood orange Gosa from Anderson Valley. It's a delicious beer. Uh, Makes you burp. It does. It's making me burp. <laughs> uh, but. Beelzebub does this attack where he changes your whole board to poison, and I'm like, oh yeah, no problem. I got tons of full board changers on this team. Let me just pop one of those, and then the whole board changes, and I've got all the nice colors I need, and there's no sparkles. Oh. And I was like, oh yeah, I can't do any damage to this guy. And I, it'll happen to me, and I'm like, gah, I gotta figure out a way around this. And then I move on, do other things for like a month and then i'll try that dungeon again and it'll happen and i'm like oh yeah you never learn because i don't focus on that on my jp account really like right now i'm like basically only logging in each day i'm not even running anything because Mm -hmm. i'm so focused on 10 times descendants and aren't we all yeah aren't we all but regardless you know dealing with not having sparkles is killer in awoken skills invalid you got to have like a fast orb enhancer and yeah something someone quick like. who, I, it's who too are much the of a fast chore. i don't even know that many fast orb enhancers. those uh the grimoire girls so hey. the dark and light are from the rem but the rbg the red blue green you can all farm uh so paulina and theurgia I don't know why Paulina got this really like, oh, yeah, Paulina. I know Paulina. <laughs> and then Theurgia. <laughs> Armadel. <laughs> it's like uh, the wizards. Mm-hmm. Sharon. <laughs> Super basic. Um, <laughs> okay. Awoken skills invalid. It's a bummer. Yeah. Just <laughs> I, be aware of the kind of teams you have and don't rely on the Awoken skills be careful of the hands. Be careful of TPAs. Yeah, just so reliant on the Awoken. Find skills. good leaders. Stall. All right, leader skills. Speaking of leader skills, let's talk about our leader of the pod. Leader of the week slash pod. <laughs> yeah, we've been calling it leader of the week, but we don't pod every week, so we got to do leader of the pod. So who are we talking about? Can you tell me who we're we talking, talking about? about? Your favorite bro. My favorite, favorite bro. new new lady bro. <laughs> My Awoken Lucy. Just joined the S ranks, Devil God, sweet leader skill. Let's talk about her. Let's yeah. talk about her subs. I mean him. Sorry. All right. So let's talk about. Wait, uh, speaking of androgynous, Andromeda got an ultimate Evo. Andromeda did get. Uh, right, talk about the next time. ultimate Evo. Back yeah. to. We already mentioned Andromeda's ult Evo in it's a previous so... pod. I know, but it's. So... But you didn't. You didn't see the art at the time. I did. Now you've seen it. I you're thought like, you meant oh. the other one, and I'm like, okay, I've seen that. But now I saw the new one, and it's pretty buff. Yeah. All right, back to Lucy. So, so this is really interesting. I pulled up um, Puzzle Dragon X uh, to sort of so that I could accurately speak to Awoken Lucifer's leader skill. And I'm just seeing that there was like voting, voting on appearance, team synergy, leader skill, and active skill, and like 54 people have voted, and it's like 10 out of 10 on every single one yep. except yep. except for active active skills like 9 out of 10. So in any case, let's talk about him. Uh, active skill is to deal a one. lot of damage without facing defense. So 150k to just one enemy and also make three dark orbs situational high defense yeah plus making dark orbs 
So this is really important for dealing with certain monsters, uh, the Predras especially, uh, in Ultimate Arena and other like. I'm gonna do so much better in the ranking dungeons because you like you set up your board and you also just clear a floor. Yeah, it's really nice. That's a pretty awesome active. And then remember earlier I was talking about how Scarlet has those. She makes four red orbs and it helps like take my board to the next level. Like, oh yeah, those four orbs took me from one row to two rows. Same thing here with Lucy. He makes those three uh, dark orbs and he can take whatever orb change you were able to do, he can take it to the next level if you're within the three orbs, right? So, you know, if you've got nine, 10, 11 orbs, you can't do two rows, pop him. You bridge the gap. Now you're doing two rows, or and you're you massively o- multiplying. If your you damage. only got three, pop. You got a full row. Exactly. Uh, and why do we care about making rows? Because awoken skills, awoken Lucifer here. He's six got links. three dark rows. So between your leaders, you've got six. Put a few more monsters on your team with row enhance. Get up to like ten or so. You hit you're so looking hard. at you're looking at doubling your damage output by doing one row tripling it by doing three, two rows so that's a pretty huge great. advantage and the leader uh, skill it definitely helps that yeah the leader skill is great one more awaken ability that let's throw out there god killer yep good god for killer those collies at the end exactly and good for a lot of monsters that you're gonna face in the course of doing like ultimate arena or a lot of dungeons yeah, there's a lot of gods that you are trying to beat those are some of the comments i see a lot on like the youtube videos of lucy running like ultimate arena is like that god killer makes a difference yeah three times attack against gods pretty massive when he's already got a leader skill that allows him to churn out a lot of damage when in, when combined with those row enhances, so his leader skill is one point three five times all stats for gods and devils. So that's just your base, like boost. your your base is one point three five, and then so if with twin leaders, twin arch and the one point three five, that one point three five multiplies out to about eighty one percent boost. Mm-hmm. So you're looking at an 80% plus increase in all stats. And he does a three times attack when clearing six connected dark orbs. A.K.A. a row. A.K.A. a row. So, and not just six, but six plus. So you can get nine times attack times the 1.8 boost. And then you've got all those, you just start stacking rows and he can really, really do a lot of damage. Um, and if you start, and my experience with row teams has been that once you're at around 10 rows and you start setting up like two color boards where you're like cascading, you know, you're doing six combos and three rows off of this two color board, you are going to hit millions and millions of damage. Yeah. Yeah. So Awoken Lucy is tanky with the, the stat boost for HP and recovery. And the secret god killer. He's the secret god killer. He's got the row enhance. So really, really interesting and fun monster to use. Also, you have tons of options for subs. There are a lot of options for subs. Different builds, different orb changers, lots yeah. of row guys. Yeah, and, and we're looking at dark monsters, and it's gods and devils. So it's like a huge category. Huge like pool there's so many dark devils and so many dark, you know, there's gods of in every 
uh, of the different colors, right? So, but dark has a lot of devils, and so you just have all of these orb changers, dark devil orb changers, dark devil, dark god orb changers, so much to work with there. Oh. So, so what... who are the prime candidates? Now I'm burping. <laughs> <laughs> I, I didn't, I mean, I know yawns are sort of like communicative, like you can catch my yawn, but I didn't <laughs> know you could catch my burps. <laughs> so who are the prime, like, must have subs or i know there's a, a bunch of different options well uh there's some really good subs that we can talk about um, balmer nera just kidding <laughs> go ahead uh but the you know who should it's hard to say who we should throw out there achike mitsuhide akiche akichi 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 mitsuhide okay what i don't have yet yeah neither of us have him yomi dragon yomi dragon is uh is definitely an option loki loki awoken loki as well uh ashamali oh i want ashamali so bad yeah and ashamali you know just having her on the team with all those orb enhances and that ability to make a ton of dark orbs even though she doesn't have any row enhance she's still adding so much burst to your attack uh when you especially if you have someone like akachi on your team who is enhancing dark orbs for the attack so, like you can you can change orbs to dark, and then he can enhance them and make more dark orbs. Uh, it's pretty pretty yeah, devastating Akechi's attack. A pretty great sub for. And you can combine Akechi with a uh, Haku active with the Loki with a bunch of people. Well, think about the Haku active going into Akechi. The Haku active changes your board dark to blue, dark red five. blue, or yeah, dark red blue. Akechi changes i believe fire to dark and blue to heart nice. so you end up with a dark and dark a dark and heal board that's also enhanced amazing. it's amazing yeah and so huh you <laughs> i don't know why we're whispering <laughs> i'm just really excited about that yeah so akachi is amazing and he's in the director's choice carnival right now are we gonna pull yeah we're pulling right now like right <sighs> uh, immediately at this moment because, Yolo pull because I don't have Lucifer. What if you pull I, them now? That'd be awesome. I do have Pandora. Me too, or as I call it, Panda. All right, are we pulling for each other? Sure. Okay. Just so I can blame you when I get the. Okay. Ready. Here we go. Hit start. Active pull. We have both pressed start. All right. I'm getting violent. I'm poking them in the eyes and then pull. I am just pulling normally. Gold egg. Silver. Sorry. Silver. Oh, I thought it... Oh, my God. Is that... No, that's that's Archangel Lucifer. Great, I have two... And I pulled you this. I'm sorry. I, did, I thought this was the freaking Dragonette. I thought they took Fafnir out of the Rare Egg Machine. I got the other Lucifer, the non-devil one. Totally not fun, Lucifer. His uncool younger brother. All right, well... I mean, I'm not mad at that. Is he any good? Nah, he's kind of... Right. Kind of fallen out of the meta, but you know. He's monster points. He's monster points. All right. Well, at least you didn't get a silver egg. You're going to pull again? No, no. I'm not going to pull again, no. Sorry I got plus eggs to farm with those with those stones. This, this was a podcast exclusive There's going to be a podcast where we're like, let's pull for this. And we're going to pull it, and we're going to get it. One of these podcasts. <laughs> Maybe sometime before our 100th episode of the podcast. Decali. 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 But basically, any orb changer dark god or devil is going to fit well in this team uh 
you know, Hattori Hanzo is a fast orb changer. Valkyrie Valkyrie Claire Claire. has two dark rows and changes. Quick um, orb change. Yeah, Persephone with her orb change. Like, she she can help you attack and heal at the same time. Awoken Panda or just Panda? Both of them. Awoken Panda. Did I say Persephone? You did. I meant Pandora, but yeah, Persephone and Pandora, both of them great. You have two options. You can do Awoken. You can do Ultimate. Ultimate? Yeah. Haku? Haku, we mentioned already. Yeah. Forever Dilemma. TT yeah. Haku or Awoken Haku? That's a really difficult question to answer, actually. Because do you want the two rows? Do you want the, the haste? Yeah, do you want the two rows? Do you want the haste? Do you the want better the time artwork? extend? Do you want the skill bind resist? Yeah, there's a lot of options to think about there. Uh, but, yeah, very, very, a lot of options for REM. And then, actually, a fair amount of good options uh, for farmable. farmable subs. Ooh. Uh, Grissar. Grissari. Yeah, so if you put the effort in and max skill of Grissar. No, thank you. Uh, yeah, he's got the haste and two two uh, two rows as well. Okay, who else? Uh, vampire. Just farm yourself a vampire. Get that fast <laughs> orb change going. Uh, Chaos Devil Dragon. Mm. another uh eight turn cooldown orb changer uh farmable diza in case you're coming up like let's say you really need to stall and get skills back up you can you can reduce the damage that's being done to you and and, and on top of your tankiness you can take a ton of hits uh and then also a mirror for bind clear a egg mirror yeah hey all right damn it's mugging yeah, she's always mugging whenever we so say yeah, that. Yeah, so Lucy, S-Rank, well-deserved. Yeah, and so, you know, the S-Rank is great because he can do a lot of things and there's a lot of flexible subs that go on there. It's really, really interesting, interesting monster. Okay, up next we got Q-Corner. Ooh, cuties. Are you ready? Are you ready to go? You know who you're picking? <laughs> Mine's going to seem a little deja vu, but go ahead and type in 2507. 2507? Yes, if you weren't already tired of this. <laughs> okay, are we, are, we, are we Awoken Lucifer again? My pick for this week is Awoken Lucifer. Okay. Because Alright, sell me on this. Not only being swole, you can't... I mean, at least I can't. I love the fact that I cannot tell. Is he a good guy or a bad guy? He's like a, a demon and a devil, but he also has this halo. So I love this this double character he plays of like, I'm a bad guy, but I also look like a pleasant angel. <laughs> okay, well, he's supposed to be an arch demon. Uh... But he has a halo, and he's like the lightest color of purple. Like the, the pastels you see in Easter. Yeah. He's, he's like Easter Sunday Archdemon. He's got some really elaborate armor on that shows off his uh, his uh, abs and yeah, pectoral muscles really well, too. He's definitely well got too. an hour, hourglass figure. Sweet abs. Nice yeah. chest. Yeah, he looks like he's about a, you know, he's... I don't know. I don't know my measurements very well, but he looks like he's about a forty-five <laughs> in the shoulders, and he's got a twenty-seven-inch waist there. <laughs> he must cinch, and then his sword is huge. He does have a really nicely sized sword, and it's uh, like it's a heavy sword that he's like easily handling. It must be all that arm strength. Yeah, he's uh he's pretty badass. I like the art a lot. I, and here's an example, unlike Bloden. Where he can pull off this kind of messy, shaggy hair look because it goes with his aesthetic. Yeah, well, he's also very, like, uh, you know, sort of, 
He's got a little mysterious look to him. He's like mm-hmm. kind of like hiding behind his hair a little bit. Yeah. Which is like a very JP anime thing. For sure. He's just like, oh yeah. He just that. like pulls his bangs to the side to attack. Like, all right, guys. <laughs> pulls his bangs to the side. There's I a... guess I'll fight. <laughs> pulls... so can it's see. very much like, what did you say? Pulls your bangs to the side so he can make <laughs> eye contact with you. Is that why I love him so much? He has like the cool guy with long hair look. Yeah, I mean, it's a it's sort of a callback to the the Lucifer that's like uh, student council president from Pat Academy. Ah, yeah. It sort of looks a little similar to me, but I like it. I'm I'm into that. Well, I my cute corner pick. Are we are we done? Do we need to wax poetic any longer? No, I'm just gonna stare at this a little bit longer. Okay, what's your pick? All right, my pick is another alt evo that came out recently to NA, and and let's let's be honest, I'm probably gonna end up picking mostly things that are new to NA, sure. uh, just because the art that they're turning out lately is is really good. Yeah, for good the job. Most part. There's good job artists at Pad. There's a there's a few that I'm like, no, nah, it's just not my style, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. I don't think it's bad art, you know? You can still appreciate. Yeah. And and I'll tell you what, I'm pretty stoked about the Yamato art for his new Evo. It looks great. Hey, they're not yet. But I'm not picking that. My give pick us a, give us a number. Is uh two five six six and this is ancestral blue dragon collar Sonia. <gasps> Sonia is so cool. And I don't know I don't think we've talked about her before extensively, but She's like a mage. Yeah, she looks so good. She's got this aqua armor. She's coming coming out of the water. Ilsix is with her. Uh, That's who that is. Okay. Yeah, and uh, so she's got Ilsix, who honestly is one of the hardest monsters to beat easily. Like uh, when you face Ilsix, you pretty much have to blow all of your skills to get past him uh, for most teams. And here he is, back in Sonya. Like, one of the things that people said, because Ilsix became a spawn as they went from Arena 1 to Arena 2, Ilsix was an option to run into on a certain floor. And people were like, yep, Ilsix means good game. <laughs> you know, you're, you're just <laughs> See done. See you guys, bye. So, uh, but Sonya's got Ilsix. I, I don't know what's going on with her helmet slash hat, but it's super cool. Mm-hmm. Uh, at first, I was a little... It's kind uh, of insect-like. Yeah, at first I thought this art was a little bit too busy, but now I'm seeing so many details in it that I really like, and uh, and I I like her expression a lot. She's she's giving you the eyes, or the eye, the yeah, one eye. the eye. She's like peeking out from underneath that helmet. Uh, it looks like some of the uh, there's like the, these streaks that are coming uh, through the air from Ilsix across that the ice front or of her. Water? It, I, it looks like it looks like shards of ice. It looks like shards of ice, but it also looks like there might also be some like kanji writing in the ice oh. shards. Like that's like part. Like you can see the words from the spell that she used to summon Ilsix. That's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. So overall, like I have grown to really, really like this art, and uh, I'm psyched that I have one. And uh, she is on my hit list to hypermax in the next. Uh, next little while here i don't know if she's gonna get done this 10 times Godfest, but she's she's certainly coming up soon that is a good pick all I'm, right i'm very into it cool uh let's move on from cute corner uh hit our last segment for the day which is uh questions uh and we had this question a little while ago and we we touched on it very at the very briefest uh moment 
uh, last time because we were just totally running out of time. But I think we have a few minutes to get to it now. Mm-hmm. And, um, the, the and this is, question is, what Monster Point Dragon should you buy? Yeah, let's say you just have a bunch of Monster Points and you're you're doing some window shopping. Do I get Odin Dragon? Do I get Neptune? So, Evan, what dragon do I buy? Well... I mean, like, me specifically. What should I buy? <laughs> what should you specifically buy? I, I would say the answer to... That question has to do with what's in your box. What's in your box? <laughs> well, I, I mean, I tell you, I bought Shiva Dragon. Because you had a bunch of fire subs. Because I had a bunch of fire subs, and I had some developed fire subs as well. So I had Ares, uh, who I had not developed at the time, but I had a Hypermax Erd. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, I just looked at what I had, and I thought, you know, Shiva Dragon is definitely the way to go. Um and this is when Shiva was, like, new and OP. Shiva Dragon was pretty new at the time. Uh, and definitely when Shiva Dragon first came out, people were like, this is so OP. Um, Shiva Dragon, just recently we looked at the Game 8 tier list, and they dropped Shiva Dragon from S tier down to A plus tier. How the mighty have fallen. Not that far. I mean, though. it was super deserved, I think, because if you look at the monsters that they have in the S tier... Lucy... It, I mean, the S tier is really small now. SS tier is Yomi Dragon, Raw Dragon. Super, super strong. High arena clear rate. That's mm-hmm. that's the reason those are, you know, so highly ranked. Um, and then the next level down is like Neptune Dragon, Awoken Lucifer, Awoken Pandora, and then the monster that just came out in the Bleach collab. Bleach. So you're looking at the S and SS tier ranks just having six monsters in them. Wow. And, and I have, you know, I have two of them. Yeah. And Shiva Dragon just really doesn't fit in there. Mm-hmm. The reason for it is that you only really have four usable actives. Now, it's nice to be able to pop Shiva Dragon, Shiva Dragon, and have four turns of haste, and then get your other actives up again faster, but it's not doing anything else. Right? It's not giving you time to combo to hit your leader skill. It's not... Uh, doing a, a massive poison attack like Neptra, uh, you know those are. It's just not a super useful leader skill, and I mean, I actually I'll take that back. It is super useful, but it's not powerful. It's not ultimate it's, arena. It's only like. powerful with the. And then there's no HP boost to the monsters. It's it's basically attack hard fast. Yeah. That's so it's ha- a great team to farm with, but oh yeah, you can really, really crush some stuff. And actually, the Shiva Dragon is rocking these ranking dungeons for sure. I've been running Shiva Dragon, I think, for every single ranking dungeon, and I'm finishing in the top ten percent every time, getting all the rewards. Sorry to call back, but I'm really excited to use a Lucifer because I think it's gonna up my ranks. Yeah, awesome. I'm excited about that. Right. Remember you. though that you get uh, you get. Two or three Predras. Two Predras show up, so you'd have to pop both Lucifer skills. To... But uh, even so, I think, yeah, it's, it's going to increase how fast you can clear those things. All right, back to MP. All right, so that was my Shiva Dragon choice. I had in my box some strong orb-changing red gods. Cool. So that's so, who should buy Shiva, is people with the strong, quick orb-changers. I think these are like... attackers. Yeah, I think these are like... Uh, if you don't have these, don't buy. Mm-hmm. Right? So not not if you have this, you should buy it. But if you don't have it, don't buy it. 
Uh-huh. Right? So Shiva Dragon is if you don't have some red orb changers that are gods. And remember, these uh, MP dragons, you have to be a god to benefit from their leader skill. So you have to have color matching gods uh, that fit with the awoken abilities. So, uh, you know, I had, you know, if you have Ares, Erd, Uriel, Sonata, Red Valkyrie, if you don't have at least, you know, three of those, you would, probably don't want to get Shiva Dragon. Yeah, I'd wait a little bit. Yeah. Um, Raw Dragon. Raw Dragon is real easy to talk about. Yeah, because you just need these few subs, and if you don't have them, bye. Super, super powerful. Uh, there is more flexibility coming into a raw dragon arena team than there used to be because of the stuff that has to be dealt with in arena too. Uh-huh. So like it used to be that you would just be like Dikali, Dikali, Indra, Isis. That's it. That's the cookie cutter raw dragon team. Like if you don't have these four, yeah, don't buy it. Now people are looking at like raw dragon teams with Kana, uh, Awoken Orochi, people even running with Sun Quan. Uh, but in the end, if you don't have at least one D Kali, you probably should not be buying Raw Dragon. Definitely. Will a Chocobo work? Fat Chocobo works, but I would say Fat Chocobo replaces the second D Kali. So you need at least the one. So you kind of need at least one, uh, because you have to cover the dark attribute anyways. Mm-hmm. So you have to cover dark and red, so D Kali covers dark and red for you. Chocobo is just light, light. So doesn't do right along, though. Raw Dragon doesn't add anything. Um, so, Decali gotta have one to run. If you got Decali, yep. Uh, Neptra, Neptune Dragon. See, Neptra is the one that I don't have very much experience. I heard Neptra, Neptra is more of a, a sub than a leader. Neptra is definitely a very useful sub, especially once we get into this, you know, Awoken or uh, Ultimate Arena 2, where you have to get past Predras, that high attack poison can be very useful in certain situations. You've got to get past somebody that has super high defense. You know, these Predras have 10 million, and when you face them in a Mythical Plus dungeon or Arena 2, they're doing 24,000 damage every turn. Every turn. Each. So if you come into a floor and there's three of them... Bye they're going to do over 60k uh so you really want to have something that can deal with them and it's great if you can just push neptune dragon and bye they're gone so also get some haste with that yeah neptune dragon is a, is a powerful leader it's still in that s tier uh the hp for blue monsters is really high it's got that recovery multiplier and you know rows four so rows what subs are we looking for for mr well Blue gods with Rose. Blue Odin. So I think, yeah. So you're looking, uh, Blue Odin fits on there, yeah? Uh, but you need orb changers, right? Because the main thing is like Neptune Dragon doesn't make any orbs on its oh, own. I'm thinking of Hermes. Hermes. Hermes fits on there for sure. Uh, Karin, some versions, a version of Karin that has Rose and is still a god. Uh, Gabriel fits on there, Andromeda fits on there. Especially the new Andromeda. Yeah. Uh, I wrote Blonia down, but that's probably wrong because she's not a god. That's why. I, I mean, she oh. she is an orb changer that you could use. 
she's got a couple rows, so she helps out. But Does the lack of being boost? a god cuts down on the damage that she can do herself. Is this just the Awoken one or the Ultiva one or all of them? All all blue Sonias are are dragon physical. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Um. So that's Neptune Dragon. Uh, Hermes, Hermes, Hermes. Yeah. Like uh, I looked it up and it was uh some it was like Hermes, Hermes, Karin, Karin was like a sub that they offered on. Sounds like a sub. Yeah, and I know that there's there's other teams that you would want to run for Neptune Dragon, but uh yeah, you definitely want to have blue row orb changing gods. For sure. Uh Yomi about... Dragon. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Yomi Dragon has certain subs that you really want to have. You need to have that Awoken Haku. Awoken Haku is really you good. Not a... Awoken Haku's not the not the necessary one. You need a second Yomi Dragon. A second Yomi Dragon would be good. Uh, although, again, more flexibility is coming into that because of Arena Two and the requirements for Arena Two being different. Ashamali is super powerful with Yomi Dragon. A new staple for Yomi Dragon. Pretty staple. Uh, makes makes Yomi Dragon arena farming really easy for Arena One. Uh, definitely is, helps for Arena 2. Is Okunanushi still relevant? Okunanushi is still relevant, uh, especially with that delay. Uh, Archdemon Lucifer fits on that team as well. This is the one that I just pulled, or the Archdemon? Archdemon. Yeah, Archdemon Lucifer, because he's a uh, god devil. Is it, is, it, okay, so is it Lucifer or Lucy? <laughs> it's uh, it's Lucy. Great, okay, awesome. The one that you have. <laughs> well, I have both now. Because he's got that ability to like just one-shot one of the Predras really easily. Great. Um, so there's there's another a number of options to go in there. Akeche. Oh, Akeche. Akeche. Give me, be mine. Yeah. So uh, Yomi, Yomi Dragon is, I think, a little bit more flexible than the a raw. lot of these others. Than Raw Dragon or uh, Neptune Dragon. But still, yeah, it, you got to look at your, do you have the subs to run one of these teams? Now, the ultimate question, who should buy Odin Dragon? Pretty much nobody should buy Odin Dragon. <laughs> I was waiting for that. Uh, there are no one. There are niche uses. Uh, our friend Tim bought an Odin Dragon. Uh, Tim doesn't combo so well. And uh, he was running a Verdandi team, and it was just like, well, I mean, if you got all this MP and you want to buy one of these dragons, go for Odin Dragon. I do love the artwork. It's pretty cool. I don't really like it. Hmm. I haven't been a fan of any of the Monster Point Dragon artworks. Me neither. I mean, I'm not a fan Not the of... Monster Point Dragons. I do like the uh, the Puppeteer Girls. The Shiva? Shiva Dragon? I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, me neither. I'm happy with the monster, but yeah. not a fan of the art, really. Um, so nobody should buy Odin Dragon except for people who have a bunch of money to blow. Yeah, and uh, there's some niche uses for Odin Dragon, but it's not a leader. It's a sub for the most part. And uh, what has anyone ever like used it to beat Ultimate Arena? Uh, I'm like... sure someone has beaten Ultimate Arena with Odin Dragon on their team. Uh, okay. I mean, three thousand per turn auto heal, uh, and like uh, you know. The active gives you massive uh, bind recovery and healing. So, not massive, massive, but like really good. Sweet. So, definitely a useful sub, but not on the level not of the other MP dragons. Yeah. 
So I, I think that uh, for the most part, you're going to look and see what you have and figure out uh, where Odin, yeah. where which which monster what points. What pieces are. of this puzzle do I already have to build? Yeah, and uh, you know, there's some farmable subs that fit on some of those a little bit, but. I think that covers most of what we want to talk about with uh, Monster Point Dragons. Yeah, I think that goes over the ones that are currently out. Well, there's the Ragnarok, which is the new green one. The machine one. Yeah, and that's uh, definitely a useful monster. It has a strong active ability. It's got like a full board change to all colors. Uh, I personally... Some people were thinking that was the first in a series of new Monster Point Dragons, which may turn out to be the case in the end, but I think mainly they got it out there to give green something more worthwhile than Odin Dragon. <laughs> Sorry, Odin didn't do well, so let's yeah. give you another one. And there's, you know, definitely uh, Ragnarok has has good uses. You okay. know, Anytime you have a relatively fast full board change to, to ma- guarantee hitting a certain number of colors... It's going to be useful. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, I think that that wraps it up for the podcast. Yeah, that was, that was fun. Did we keep it tight? We kept it tighter. Tighter. We talked about all the things you wanted. We hit all it. the things. We didn't just do... We didn't spend an hour and a half of news. Yeah, we didn't do 75 I mean, we minutes of news and 15 minutes of everything <laughs> else. But, uh, and that was, you know, even trying to you know, do justice to the massive amount of stuff that came out in the fourth anniversary stream. So much stuff. You know what I want to say about the fourth anniversary stream? We're just not going to get anything close to that. A couple of things, like JP, they reset the best friend, present egg, 150 rank 150 memorial egg machine, the rank 250 memorial egg machine. That means like... So they're going to get all that stuff again. Plus, they're getting, I think, the giveaways, the free giveaways of stuff from the stream. You get all the peas every day. Well, it's 15 peas <gasps> and 23 magic stones. Oh, that's it? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> just... So it's like, you know, I'm going to just... We'll get some version of that. We'll get two tomatras. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we'll get two tomatras and a magic stone. Yay! Yay! Thanks, America. Yeah. Well, it's uh, apparently the viewership in JP is just massive compared to the viewership here. I mean, you can see from the production level of stuff. They have a stage and they have like, you know, people hanging out. A huge There's stream. like a crowd there, whereas uh, you know, the North America stream is, you know. Michael and Antonio sitting in a at, conference room at Gung Ho with yes. uh, with no one around. <laughs> Poor guys. Give it time. There's some tread picking up in. They need us. The they need they need the world. Pad Bros to come liven up their streams and let's have our own. Kick it into a new right, gear. Guys, we're gonna be at Applebee's. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your pads. <laughs> All right. Well, that's gonna wrap up this episode of the the podcast yeah it was so much fun i'm excited to do it again soon you and i should try to do a dungeon breakdown sometime for sure let's do what do you think scarlet sphinx a mirror i think sphinx is a good way to go okay i'm down we can bust into one of the other ones i think uh zerog infinity might be a good target because because in co-op mode uh, if we ever get the half stamina co-op before they take away the solo option, 
man, half stamina Zerog Infinity is the best way to rank up. Worth if you it. have a team that can do it, oh man, it's like you're in uh, with the full stamina right now at forty stamina to run the dungeon one time is getting you almost a thousand experience per stamina. Which means that at half stamina, it's going to be 2,000 experience per stamina. Which means I think that you can run it continuously to rank up until like rank 600, something crazy. That's amazeballs. Yeah. So, I, so don't don't quote me on the 600, but it's definitely a very high number. Higher than you might even believe. Sweet. Well, this was a nice way to wrap up the podcast. Was it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Talk about... I, I'm going to... I'm going to take drown, down the last few sips of my beer, and you're going to sign us out. I'm going right, to say guys. goodbye. May the Skyfall gods be ever in your favor. Good night. Good morning. Good morning. Good afternoon. We haven't gone that long. <laughs> it's not morning yet. <laughs> We're going to talk about news for eight hours. <laughs> we could do news until the early hours of the morning. We'll do it off air, though. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>